Hello and welcome to the Conservative Crusader. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning into this very important episode. Make sure right now, first thing I'm saying, follow me on Gab. My Gab is just at GOP Josh. Follow me over there. I want to make sure that we can stay in connection if big tech censors even more. Twitter purges, Gab surges. Right-wing Twitter accounts purged under new CEO, floods alt-tech with new users. This is from the National File. On Monday evening, a mass ban occurred of mostly anonymous right-wing Twitter accounts, with many of them being connected to the America First sphere of Twitter, including American Populist Union's Vince Dow and the news outlet Media Right News. Many of those users informed the National Fire that they were, ba- they were banned for allegedly, allegedly violating Twitter's u- rules regarding platform manipulation and spam. Breitbart's Alum Bacarty, author of Deleted and one of the most prominent books studying the phenomenon of big tech sem- censorship, suggested the ban wave happened due to some kind of new banning algorithm being deployed by Twitter, probably using network analysis to suppress an entire cluster at once. Bacardi noticed that accounts that have never even tweeted were banned, adding that credence to the theory that this purge is based on who you follow, not what you've tweeted. So true. So what I understand is that is that people who are more right on Twitter may have been watching or listening to a specific Twitter space with someone banavating. I'm not going to say any names. And if you were listening to that space, you were banned. I lost over 50 followers in the past uh, three days. On my Twitter account. I know some of my uh, mutuals were banned, including Vince Dow and Kai Clips, the majority of the American Populist Union people, and other uh, anonymous right-wing Twitter accounts. Some media sources were banned. You don't really know who all was banned in this this crazy wave. So so what what I'm saying today is get on Gab. Twitter, the news Twitter CEO, said... Focus less on thinking about free speech, but thinking about how the times have changed. He has said that their role is not bound to the First Amendment. The role of Twitter is reportedly not bound to the First Amendment because your First Amendment right to political speech, to free speech, is not dependent or is not accepted in Twitter. Your free speech moments are not accepted according to Twitter. Your free speech opinions... And we need to do because because these platforms are so partisan that we're not going to be able to survive on these platforms. I mean, I'm on Apple Podcasts, still I'm on Spotify. I've been banned from YouTube. I'm still on Twitter. Luckily, I wouldn't surprise me if I get banned here pretty soon. But I'm still on Twitter. Luckily, but make sure you follow me on Alt Tech. My Telegram is t.me/slash/gopjosh. Follow me over there as well. We're gonna have to build an alternative platform. We're gonna have to build an alternative media base. Gab is working on that front hand. They have a TV feature, which I'm not a pro member because I, I'm i just not, so I can't join that. But they have TV space where you can see live broadcast videos, kind of like YouTube. They have a news category, which gives you the most important news of the day. They have an explore tab where you can see popular posts. You can follow people. You can join a group. Gab is truly the first wave of a conservative platform, of of a conservative alternative to these big tech censorship platforms, to these platforms that are going to continue censoring, continue creating a one-party platform. It's basically, they're, they're turning 
Twitter, they're turning Facebook, they're turning YouTube into these DNC corporations where they're keeping some not as dangerous people. And I'm not that partisan. I mean, I'm, I'm partisan, very partisan. I'm not that insane on Twitter. I'm not as right-wing on Twitter as I am on my podcast on the Conservative Crusader like you're listening to right now. But if I was, I'd be gone by now. If I was gone, if I was, I'd be gone by now. And it's sad that so many of my mutuals have been banned. Most of them have moved over to Gab. I'm also on Getter. I'm not the biggest fan of Getter. I just think it's because the Trump guy's behind it, it's popular, but I'm still on it. I'm still on the platform, so you can follow me there as well, GOP Josh. It's scary that, that, that that's what uh, that's what Twitter is coming to. The new CEO doesn't care about free speech. They don't care about freedom of opinion. He cares about a one-party state and a one-party platform being instituted using Twitter. And we thought Jack Dorsey was bad. And a lot of Twitter people were saying, oh my goodness, Jack Dorsey's gone. The platform's going to be so good now, and it's worse. It's worse. The platform is arguably worse. Not arguably, the platform is worse. And so alt tech is going to be very important in the coming days, in the coming weeks, in the coming years. And that comes with Trump's platform. We know Trump is going to start his truth social. Representative Devin Nunes will retire from Congress to join his Trump social media company. Announced his retirement from Congress Monday, effective at the end of 2021, to form a former President Trump's social media company. Nunes says, It's been my privilege to serve the people of California's San, uh, San Juan Valley for 19 years in the U.S. House of Representatives. During this time, I fought hard in Washington for the interests of fa- in valleys of fam- valley families and to help my constituents resolve any problems they may have had with a federal government agency. Recently, I was presented to fight for a new oppor- or with a new opportunity to fight for the most important issues I believe in. I'm running to let you know I've decided to per- pursue this opportunity, and therefore I'll be leaving the House of Representatives at the end of 2021. I will deeply miss being your congressman. Although Nunes did not expand on his new opportunity, TMTG... Trump's media and technology group confirmed Nunes will be joining the company as CEO in a press release. Nunes has represented California's 22nd district since 2003. Good for Devin Nunes. I don't know a lot about him. I don't know a lot about Truth Social. I don't know a lot about Trump's platform. I hope that it can... I, I hope it performs better than Getter because I'm on Getter. I use Getter. I post my tweets on Getter. It is a very hard platform. It's not hard to navigate, but it's very blocky. It's not very... It's not very smooth. And that's why Twitter is so popular. That's why I stay on Twitter. I don't move off of Twitter because Twitter's UI is insane. It's very good. But I hope that that Trump's social media platform performs well. I hope it works well. I hope it opens up a new door for free speech, for freedom, for freedom of opinion in the United States. Because that that seems to be something that we are losing with the new Trump social, not Trump social media, but the new Twitter CEO. That seems to be something we're losing basically everywhere. And so if Trump's social media platform if these other alt-tech platforms can do something about it, I'm on board. I'm on board.
What I'm not on board with is apologizing to people who hate America. Ayanna Presley introducing resolution to strip Bober of committee assignments. Progressive Democrat Representative uh, Ayanna Presley in Massachusetts is introducing a resolution co-signed by the progressive that would strip Colorado Republican Representative Lauren Boebert of her committee assignments for her anti-Muslim and racist comments toward Democratic Representative Ilhan Omar of Minnesota. I don't think her opinions were racist, anti-Muslim. Whether the resolution will get a vote is largely up to Nancy Pelosi. In private meetings with Democrats, Pelosi has yet to detail her preference on how to deal with Boebert after her remarks. A person who heard the speaker told CNN on Tuesday. Okay. I'm not going to read more. I'm not reading more of this article yet. Lauren Boebert apologized. And we told her many times. There's no reason to apologize for these people, to these people. We shouldn't apologize. We shouldn't back down. We should fight. And we should stick to our word. Because what she said is not against Muslim people. It's not against the Muslim religion. It's against Ilhan Omar for being anti-American. For hating this country. But she apologized. Let me see if I can find that video. Because it wouldn't be an episode of the Conservative Crusader if I don't find something. Let me see. I don't know if this, will, if this is the right one. I think it is. Oh, here it is. It's, it's like two minutes long. I haven't actually watched the full thing yet. And my audio source is wrong. Technical difficulties, technical difficulties. Give me a minute. We're fixing this right now. Live. That's what happens when you do a live show, folks. That's what happens. Hey, everyone. This is Lauren with oh, a very quick long. update on a phone call I had today with squad member Ilhan Omar. I had reached out to her Friday, and three days later, I was able to connect with her on the phone because I wanted to let her know directly that I had reflected on my previous remarks. Now, as a strong Christian woman who values faith deeply, I never want anything I say to offend someone's religion. So I told her that. Even after I put out a public statement to that effect, she said that she still wanted a public apology because what I had done wasn't good enough. So I reiterated to her what I had just said. She kept asking for a public apology. So I told Ilhan Omar that she should make a public apology to the American people for her anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-police rhetoric. She continued to press and I continued to press back. And then Representative Omar hung up on me. Rejecting an apology and hanging up on someone is part of cancel culture 101 and a pillar of the Democrat party. Make no mistake, I will continue to fearlessly America no, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. With terrorists. Okay, let's 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 dig into that. So Ilhan Omar is anti-taxpayer money to Israel. She 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 was against that uh, Iron Dome funding bill or whatever it was, where like gave they gave a trillion dollars to Israel. So she's anti-Semitic. I don't think we should be giving them enough money to shoot the private parts of a Palestinian children. Because they throw rocks at their tanks. I don't think that should be our job. But while she's saying that, in the same sentence where she calls Ilhan Omar anti-Semitic for that, she says she's going to put America first. Put America first by being fiscally and socially conservative, not just socially conservative and fiscally liberal because these this country is being attacked. That's not our job. They're not our people. They're, I mean, they're, they're God's people, obviously, Israel is, but... 
it is not our job. It's not our job to protect them. I don't, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. You, you can disagree with me on this. This is my most, uh, my, my most partisan opinion, but I don't think we should be giving Israel $3 trillion or billion dollars a year to protect themselves. They're not very pro-America. They're pro-protecting themselves, and that's about it. My name is JP Josh. This is the Conservative Crusader. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader. Just got done talking about our inside of the Congress walls, Congress Hall politics for the day. I want to get more outside of it. Remember to follow me on Gab. Gab.com slash GOP Josh. That would be my primary platform from now on. Gab.com slash GOP Josh. Chris Cuomo's book is getting canceled. He is quitting his SiriusXM show. His life is falling apart. Here's a statement from him, and then we're going to go into an article from Fox News. The way my time ended at CNN was hard. While I have thick skin, I also have a family for whom the past week has been extraordinarily extraordinarily difficult for. So right now I have to take a step back and focus on what comes next. That means I will no longer be doing my SiriusXM radio show. I'm extremely grateful for the support I have received from SiriusXM throughout my time there. I also want to express my sincere appreciation for my loyal loyal listeners. I will miss our conversations a great deal. But I look forward to being back in touch with all of you in the future. He was writing a book, apparently, about Trump. And I'm pretty sure that's being canceled, too. HarperCollins is no longer publishing Chris Cuomo's forthcoming book amid the swirling scandals plaguing the ex-CNN author. Custom House does not intend to publish the Chris Cuomo book, a HarperCollins spokesperson confirmed to Fox News on Tuesday. Cuomo's book, titled Deep Denial, was described by the publisher as a provocative analysis of the harsh truths that the pandemic and Trump years have exposed about America, about our strength and our character, and a roadmap of the work needed to make our ideals match reality. So kind of like, kind of like Trump, kind of like Trump, about Trump. CNN announced Saturday that it had terminated Cuomo, who's already been placed on an indefinite suspension for his involvement in his brother's scandals after CNN learned of additional information that expedited Cuomo's firing. Reliable sources host Brian Stelzer confirmed on Sunday that the additional information CNN had referenced was a sexual misconduct allegation that was brought to the network's attention by the accuser's attorney, Deborah Katz. According to Katz, her client is a former junior colleague from another network, which was ABC News. Cuomo worked there from 2006 to 2013 before joining CNN. He has denied the allegations. Katz also represents Charlotte Bennett, the second woman to accuse now ousted Democratic New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of sexual harassment. The younger Cuomo was previously accused of sexual harassment by by a veteran TV producer, Shelley Ross, who came forward in September in a video and a guest essay, sorry, from the New York Times alleging Cuomo squeezed her buttocks at a 2005 event. The two of them worked at ABC News. He apologized for his actions. We didn't deny that one. 
the Cuomo brothers are basically done. Hallelujah. You know, I, I don't like anyone being deplatformed. The, the, the entire beginning of the show today was about people being deplatformed. But if it had to happen to anyone on the left, the number one watched show on CNN is not a bad start. I don't have a problem with Chris Cuomo. Not a problem at all with Chris Cuomo. But come on. Him and his brother's actions are, if if true, innocent until proven guilty, if true, are extremely unacceptable. And I'm actually proud of CNN for once. I am proud that they stuck to their values when they they stuck to their values when Trump was accused of sexual harassment. They said that he shouldn't be elected. So I'm glad they stuck to their values and decided that when something happened to Chris Cuomo, an anchor at CNN, they decided to have the same have the same policy, firing him. Trump's accusers were never proven correct. I think Andrew Cuomo's, or Chris Cuomo's, I'm sorry, might be. And we actually do have some news that I've just got brought into my attention just about uh, a few minutes ago before we move on to the next topic of the show, which is the Maxwell trial tracker on Twitter, tracking what's going on in the Maxwell trial because there's not a live stream of it. It's only, uh, you can only call in to hear about it. Has been suspended. That Twitter account has been suspended once again with big tech censorship. I just retweeted retweeted the tweet. Follow the Telegram, like I said, t.me slash GOP Josh. Follow the Gab uh, at GOP Josh. Get off of big tech. Big tech is trying to tear us down, trying to remove our freedoms. And one more thing about uh, Chris Cuomo while uh, while we're here. Zucker says Cuomo deserved termination for using his position to help his brother. Steve Bannon's criminal contempt trial is set for July of 2022. Former Trump administration advisor Steve Bannon will stand trial for a contempt of Congress charge starting July 18th after U.S. District Court Judge Carl Nichols set a date for jury selection to begin. Bennett was indicted after he refused to comply with the House subpoena as part of a committee's investigation into the events of January 6th. His defense attorney, Doug Shoden, claimed that the midsummer date did not afford him and his client enough time to prepare. President Biden called for the persecution of Mr. Bannon. What kind of influence, if any, does that cause? That's what we need discovery date and time. Or we need discovery in time. Scoen's remark referred to Biden saying on October 15th that those who divide the January 6th committee subpoenas should be prosecuted. That evening, Justice Department issued a statement maintaining its commitment to be independent. Prosecutors went an even earlier start date of April 2022. Scott said an October date, choosing a time between the two requests, said he expects the trial to last two weeks. Okay. The Justice Department is attacking their political adversaries. Is this surprising? It's not surprising to me. Should this be surprising and should this be accepted? Absolutely not. Should it be accepted 
that Steve Bannon is going to be arrested for not complying with a sham of a committee? No. But will it be? Because of t- because in 2021, you have to agree with the ruling class or you're going to be deplatformed, you're going to be censored, you're going to be arrested, you're going to be charged. The Justice Department should not be a political department. It should be a solely independent, a dependent apartment, an independent department whose job it is to uphold the law as it is written, not decide to add new laws because you feel like it, because it, it would attack someone who you disagree with. Steve Bannon is very well known, obviously. He is a very large figure figure in the Trump side of the political aisle. And if he gets arrested, who knows what it is for the rest of us? Who knows what it is for the rest of us who, maybe like me, you're a younger kid in your bedroom, creating a podcast, talking about your thoughts on the day. Who knows? If it can happen to Steve Bannon, it can happen to anyone. If it can happen to someone so well-known, I think this is an example case. I think this is a case trying to scare us. Trying to scare us into agreeing with them. Trying to scare us into shutting up. And I won't do it. I will continue to speak my mind and my beliefs because my opinion is not censorable. Is not censorable. Whether you like it or not. I don't think Senator Chris Murphy Murphy likes our right to own a gun. And this is our final story today. Senator Chris Murphy said Tuesday on NBC's deadline the Republican Party wanted to destroy the United States government. So they were associating themselves with the ability to individuals to write to the wow, I cannot I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna retry that. Senator Chris Murphy said Tuesday on NBC's MSNBC's deadline that the Republican Party wanted to destroy the United States government. So they were associating themselves with the ability of individuals to arm themselves against the government. Has Senator Murphy taken a history class? If we go back, let's see, it's been a while uh, earlier this morning that I've been in American history class. If it wasn't for individuals arming themselves against the government, we would still be under British control. Fun fact, by the way. Just, just, a, just a fun fact. Anchor Nicole, Nicole Wallace said, where does the sickness come from with a Christmas gift for a child was a gun. The child's instability was known to the school. Oh, this is about the um, school shooting. And then two days later, Republican elected officials whose salary is drawn for the United States taxpayer sends out gun porn asking Santa to bring ammo. How do we deal with the rot and the sickness around guns? I mean, cars kill people, but you need a license. And if my nine-year-old drove a car, I'd go to jail. Why is the gun obsession not, not just the right to have a gun? Not just the right to have any gun you want, not just to be the right to have as many as of whatever gun you want, but the right to not keep it out of my unstable kid's hands. Young kids get in cars a lot. Let's see. Kid drives car crashes. 
Let me Google that. In September 2012, eight-year-old boy drives a car and crashes. In June 4th, 2021, a nine-year-old driver and young sister who told police they were driving to California for a swim, unharmed after crashing into a semi. Did she just make my argument for me? Did Nicole Wallace at MSNBC just make my argument for me? There are laws to prevent your nine-year-old from driving. But it doesn't stop them from driving. There are laws. There are gun laws. It doesn't stop people from killing people with guns. Man, I, I never thought MSNBC could be so stupid. She made my argument for me. My argument was going to be kids still crash their cars, but she, she outlined it for me. Okay. There are gun safes. There are abilities to lock up your guns. You can stop your children from grabbing your gun if you if you wanted to and you tried. But she didn't try. The, the parents of that Oxford school shooting didn't try. And you know, gun laws won't stop that either. My name is GOP Josh. This has been the Conservative Crusader. Follow me on Gab at GOP Josh. Telegram t.me slash GOP Josh. Put that in your browser. Click open in Telegram and join the channel. My name is Jopi Josh. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. Stay tuned.